wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. California dreaming. Hello! And welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me uh, for this episode. It's 269. Huh? 69. You like 69? Well, how about 200 69s? All right. Actually, isn't that like oh, God, 138, 1,380? 1, 1,380, I think, is 269s. Oh, God damn it. I shouldn't have gotten high before this and tried to do math. Why am I doing math? Why am I doing? The only math I should be doing is looking at how many seconds have gone by and how I must have bored my dear listeners, my audience, the people who've been coming aboard the Kimcast, listening, trying to see what's up. I know I haven't had an episode in like over two weeks. I get it. I know. And I'll be honest, uh, it's been spotty, okay? Uh. Let's just say I've been going through a lot of personal shit, uh, going through a lot of personal stuff. Um, I am uh, getting out of a long, 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 long-term relationship. 15 years, guys. 15 years. So a lot of shit, you know. It's and it's not like emotional stuff. That It's not like I'm so sad I can't do the podcast. Okay, I'm not. It's like, I'm about to do the podcast, but I'm, cry- I'm crying. I cry- and then I'm just crying for an hour, so I figured I would just not not do that to you guys. Okay? Um, that's not really why. But, but, you know, life happens. Things happen. New chapters begin. Old chapters end. Usually the other way around. And, you know, I'm excited uh, for the future. I'm optimistic. I'm a forever optimist. I think um, I'm grateful for all the shit that I've been through. I'm grateful for all the friends I've made, all the enemies I've made. I'm grateful for everything, for being alive. So, you know, I'm not too blue. I I had enough time to process. A lot of processing, okay? A lot of processing, but, you know, I'm okay now. And um, thank you for listening to the Rojan Kimcast. That's it. That's all I have. Okay? I'm depressed now. I can't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hello. Hi. So, let's see. What have I done? I, what have I done? Um, so, since the last, okay, what was it? The last podcast, it was right after the slap, right? The infamous Will Smith slap, which basically slapped the words, global food shortage out of the mouth of the media it seems like out of everyone's mouths slap the food shortage right out of everyone's mouths um now we're going back we're like eh, food shortage like you know we're kind of a uh, bit the slap you know um that's what's going on russia it's like russia the war has gone so long that people are kind of bored of it they've moved on the slap really was a nice it was like a, a metaphorical slap kind of like Mood change. Psh, now, food shortage. Ukraine. Well, fertilizer. Pop. What about that? Now let's talk about these people who make millions of dollars concocting lies. Uh, and whether or not their personal drama is as authentic 
as the work they make for the general public. Let's just, you know, that's more important than not being able to eat or feed your children, right? That's that's a bummer. That's just, just like a downer. Who wants to talk about that? Boring. What else can we talk about? Um, well, I feel like uh, it's relatively slow in the news where the only thing people are actually talking about is Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk trying to take over Twitter. People are like, oh, no, oh, no, what will happen if Elon Musk takes over Twitter and doesn't let us censor people and ban them for having wrong think or saying that vaccines can cause harm or any of the uh, tens, hundreds maybe, uh, of things like hundreds of things that people have said that they got banned for or ostracized for that ended up being true, ended up being, uh, you know, a real sort of like um, warning call. Remember when people were like, they're gonna do vaccine passports, and everybody's like, ah, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, yeah, yeah. And then they <laughs> they did it. Remember when people were like, oh, the vaccines, they're gonna keep making you take more and more, and then. They were like, no, it's safe and effective. And now they're like, you should keep take keep getting boosted. Get your booster. Keep getting boosted, everybody. We it's obvious it doesn't really work, but you keep getting boosted, and it was it wasn't all for nothing. I feel like a lot of this is some cost fallacy. It's like, what was all, what were all those lock? You know, the lockdowns were kind of humiliating. The mask wearing, all of it. Very so. The vaccine was supposed to be the out. And then it was sort of more like a rug pull. Like, ah, so it, you know, the vaccine was kind of like when um, Wiley Coyote paints like the tunnel on the rock, right? That's what it was. And they're tricking you. They're thinking you, you know, like you're free. And the only way to actually go through the rock, go into the picture, was to not take the vaccine. If you took the vaccine, you were like, bang, you just hit that wall, right? Because now you have to take another one and another one and another one. Um, I guess I'm on a little tangent about the vaccines. So, sorry. So, you know, I think it's because I've been looking, um, just looking around for work, trying to pick up some extra work and looking, uh, looking at some remote work that I'm trying to do. And it actually, uh, some of the jobs say like, you have to be vaccinated to, um, work remotely. Like it doesn't even make sense. Uh, right. Like it doesn't make really, you know. There are other jobs, uh, why, you know, like, what's next? How about a job where you have to ma wear a mask at home? Like, everybody who works at our company wears a mask. So even if you work at home, uh, we ask that you wear a mask as well, okay? You know, just so everybody feels safe, right? I mean, it doesn't really matter that the mask doesn't work or that there's no point in the mask if you're remote and not around anyone. It's the, um, the appearance of safety. It's, we need the illusion Let's just admit that it's the illusion that's important. It's the illusion we're looking for. It's the illusion of safety that is more important than actual safety. People could die left and right, charging into danger as long as we get everyone convinced that it's safe. That's what matters. I feel like this is some kind of priming, some kind of um, conditioning, right? just getting us to doubt our own instincts, getting us to just kind of rush into things without thinking about it. It seems very dangerous, especially some kind of mass movement to do something, round somebody up. I don't know. It just seems 
it just seems like you know the forces of history you could feel the forces of history back there like shit like this used to happen shit like this could happen again the uh, mass psychosis sure everybody's talking about that you know <sighs> i don't know but maybe it could go the other way maybe it could be like a mass um happiness mass joy mass celebration mm-hmm. a mass um sort of turn toward truth that could happen I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen soon. I mean, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better, but I do believe it will get better. You see, I'm an apocalyptic optimist. Okay. I, I'm, I'm sure the shit's going to go down, but I think we'll be okay. That's just kind of, that's what, I mean, come on. Maybe that's realistic. Maybe that's a uh, pie in the sky. I have no idea, but I, 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 I think we'll pull through. I mean, I just, we made it this far. We could have, we could have been gone a long time ago. I mean, we could have just, ah, so many times, but we haven't. Of course, that doesn't mean that it won't happen. I'm just saying, I, I don't know. It's, it's the feeling. Just the feeling I have. All right, so, yeah, I told you, uh, you know, uh, talked about my personal problems. Uh, not really. I ranted and raved about the vaccine. I didn't really get into, I'm not going to sit here and talk about my personal problems. Um, because that's what is, you're not my therapist. I don't believe in therapy anymore. <laughs> it's a scam. Um, oh, anyway, uh, Bitcoin conference, Bitcoin conference. I went to the Bitcoin conference, Bitcoin 2022 in Miami. It was, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It wasn't really the worst of times, but there was a bit of a bad time. I don't know. I'm not getting into it. At a Bitcoin conference. Uh, so it was in Miami. I went last year, as those of you who have been listening since then would know. I was there last year. I It was the middle of the lockdowns. I, mm, you know, I... I don't have to rehash my whole Bitcoin story. I knew about, I learned about Bitcoin a long ass time ago, started buying a long ass time ago, then I sold it because I really needed the money to move out of New York, came here, and then it wasn't until 2020 when I, it finally all clicked. It all, the orange pill, as they say, it all clicked. It all clicked as to what it was, what the hell this Bitcoin thing was, finally clicked, and I realized, ah, okay, there's only one game in town. Once you realize that Bitcoin is the best money, the hardest asset, a digital asset that you could actually self-custody, you, and that there's only a finite amount of them, it's absolute scarcity built into the protocol, and how secure the network is, and also the community, you start learning all this stuff, and you start realizing, okay, there's really only one game in town. A lot of people are trying to play the game of flipping things to get more fiat, flipping things to get more dollars, 10x, 100x, 1,000x. They're trying to make gains. They're trying to make stupid multiples, okay? But that's not the right game it's the wrong game not supposed to it's that's almost the, the distraction right that's what they want you to play the real game's over here the real game is called accumulating bitcoin and holding it that's literally it that's it that's it and then when you when you come to that realization it's uh, it's an epiphany right it's a eye-opening experience a lot of people say it could be like you know when you're born again you realize that, like, oh, you know, like, Christ is uh, is king, and I should follow him. You know, this is the revelation, you know? Like, it's a spirit. It's spiritual 
in the sense that we live in a world of lies, constant lies. Everything, in fact, it's encouraged. You will get in trouble for telling the truth. You're better off keeping your head down, being quiet, or lying and going along with the story so that you are elevated, right? And that's, that's just sort of how it is. So the, you know, shooting the messenger, right? That's, that's a common thing. This is, this is before even fiat. Someone would come and tell you bad news, you, you would shoot them. And then people would be like, please don't shoot the messenger. I mean, that became an actual saying. It, it was so common that you had to be like, don't, don't shoot the messenger. I'm sure before shooting him, that you just killed him in some other way, in a non-gunpowder, non-ballistic firearm. You know, no, without shooting them, you could still kill them, stab them, hang them, run them over with horses, I don't, draw a quarter, stone, whatever. A lot of ways to kill people before guns. And the messenger would be killed, and they'd say, don't kill the messenger, okay? Don't kill the messenger, please, because that's just what happens a lot of times. You just you hear the truth, and you just want to kill it. You want to have the lies. You want to keep the lies going. Lies are, lies are nice. They're very comforting. You feel safe, secure. Lies involve feelings. You know, lies involve making you feel good. You know, like I was saying about how like the, you got to have the illusion of safety. It doesn't matter if you're actually safe. You have the illusion of safety. It's all about the feelings, right? And that's sort of what cons are, what lies are, and all that stuff. And, and with Bitcoin, what you do is you find a, uh, find a touchstone, like a, a place of where you can be like, whoa, this might be true. Like fiat is all fake. It's bullshit. It's being printed. The, the whole thing is a confidence scheme. The whole thing is a, just a game, Right. You're trying to accumulate something that's going to be continually printed. So then, really, what you suppose the real game is to take that and trade it for something that's actually worth something, right? You start realizing this stuff. You have an epiphany, and you get, and and, and then so a community forms, you know, out of this. And it's it's very um, what's beautiful about it is how organic it is. It's just organic is people coming to individual conclusions about Bitcoin. People coming to individual conclusions about sovereignty about verification of truth of the, just everything, all the things that sort of e in, evolve from this technology called bitcoin all this cultural shit that's come out of it in the past uh whatever 13 years or so 12 14 years like the the um all of that stuff right it just kind of like kind of like hits you and you get so ah uh, you know like i I mean, I wrote a whole song about going to the conference last year. I was super into all the Bitcoin Magazine stuff. I tried to get a job at Bitcoin Magazine. I fucking started running my own node. I got a lightning node. I got a fucking Ronin dojo, which is uh, sort of like a coin join from that. I'm learning how to use hardware wallets and fucking lightning channels. I was, you know, just doing everything. I was just, I, I bought a Bitcoin miner. I, I uh, you know, I just, I, everything. You just fell it, you know, just like, I love Bitcoin and just want to be part of it and just spend money on Bitcoin, you know, and then, then you know, after a while, I was like, okay, I, uh, I, 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 don't, I think I should just, just buy Bitcoin. I just, that's it. I think, yeah, um, there's a lot, there's a lot going into it. There's like KYC Bitcoin. No KYC Bitcoin. There's all Bitcoin every on chain lightning. You, but in the end, it really is just just buy it. 
buy and hold it. I mean, sure, there's this whole element of KYC Bitcoin. They know you have it. They might come after you for it. But if you take custody, if you have it and take custody, they have to literally come to wherever your door. You have to come to you, try to get it from you. So part of me is like, just, okay, go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to have millions. I don't think I'm going to have millions of dollars. I'm not going to have that much. Uh, and you're going to come to the house? You're going to come here and what are you going to do? Make me give you the seed? I mean, if they have the resources for that. They could barely run the post office. They could barely. All right. Well, all right. So that's why I think, you know, a lot, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on to distract people, to lead them astray, including um, altcoins, right? Shit coins, uh, stocks, you know, all this stuff. It's just really leading them astray, having you play this other game. When the real game is right here, accumulate Bitcoin. doesn't matter how. Just get it. Get it. Take it off the market. Just take it. That's it. So, okay. So last year, Bitcoin conference, I mean, it was just like, I was just by myself. Didn't really have a lot of friends. Met some friends there. Just that, wow. You know, I was just like a wide-eyed child. Wow. Okay. And I had such a great time. I did buy my conference ticket for this year pretty early. So it was, you know, relatively cheap. It was pretty cheap. Not so bad. So... Now, fast forward to now, you know, now I'm like less inclined to listen to all this Bitcoin media. I've realized a lot of them are just um, affinity scams or whatever. It's just marketing. A lot of it's just marketing. They're trying to get your money or these products. They're trying to use your affinity for Bitcoin to get your dough. They're trying to get you to, you know, just kind of give a little. Give a little scratch, you know. Just give a little scratch. Use a referral code. Get other people a little, pay a couple bucks, and you'll get a little bit of that too, you know, a little bit of that. Um, which is fine. It's fine. You know, you got to make money. Got to do your thing. I get it. Capitalism. I'm fine with it. That's cool. But on the other hand, you realize that, like, hey, uh, there's signal and noise, right? This is the old cliche of signal and noise and all this other shit is noise. Like, why is that Why is that even being allowed? Like, I remember last year's Bitcoin conference, I was puzzled at, like, there's a lot of shitcoiners. There's a lot of fucking altcoins. Alt people who have nothing to do with Bitcoin are actually detracting from Bitcoin. In fact, people who are interested in Bitcoin for the first time could be drawn aside by these people by the promises of riches or whatever the fuck they're offering and, you know, and I just said, you know, well, they're good people. They, I think, you know, Bitcoin Magazine, uh, the, the conference, they're, they're good people. I, uh, I, it costs money to put on a conference. You, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta have vendors come. Yeah, so I get it. Okay, or at least last year, I was like, I get it. I get. It. So this year, it's way bigger, way more sponsors way more shitcoiners, way more things going against the uh, Bitcoin ethos, right? So that's very interesting. kind of led me to almost want to sell my ticket, you know, maybe not even go. But I decided to go to Miami. A big reason why I decided to go is because I made a bunch of friends online in Twitter spaces, uh, notably uh, this guy, uh, Silas Soy. He uh, started a space, a decentralized space, him and this guy, Rescale. Uh, these are all pseudonyms. Um, you know, they have a space, and the space, the reason why I like the space over all the other spaces, I actually don't hang out in any of the other spaces. The, the reason I hang out in this space is because it's the closest to um, hanging out with comics. It's the closest to the litter box. It's the closest to my in-real-life 
gang of comics, the litter box, you know, and how we talk and how we just bullshit and talk and, you know, bust each other's chops and all that stuff. It's very similar in um, soy space. And I got to know a lot of these guys. I got to talk to them, you know, and then we planned to meet up in Miami, you know, for the conference. And so we did. They ended up getting an Airbnb. I had a hostel, you know, separately, but we ended up meeting. We ended up fucking getting along, hanging out, smoking bows, doing shots, you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, first day of the conference, uh, I decided, hey, I'm gonna find uh, I'm gonna find some speakers, and we found one. Notably, a guy named Lamar Wilson. Lamar Wilson is a 410 pound black con artist who is running a f- an affinity scam in the Bitcoin scene. Um, he was uh, notably the inventor of a wallet called the Fiva Wallet. Uh, if you look up Fiva and on Reddit, you'll find some uh, a thread about a guy who basically lost his shit, lost all his Bitcoin on the Fiva wallet, and had an exchange with Lamar, and Lamar was basically like, "Too bad." Um, who? Okay, so back then maybe that was just a technical thing, maybe whatever. But uh, you you fast forward and you see he's got another. He started a shitcoin called Wacoinda. You can pretty much guess what the. Um, what that is it is basically referring to um wakanda is when black panther came out so it's uh, an affinity scam for the black community using marvel's black panther as a sort of the the sheep's clothing right to promote whatever all the um all those wonderful positive feelings everybody felt around the time of black panther right uh, he got a cease and desist letter from Marvel Studios, so had to change the name of his shitcoin to Coinda. Uh, Coinda, there's a song about it. They made music. There, there's, it was a whole thing. He since disavowed that, moved on, uh, started something called B Dollars. I can't keep up with all the shit he does. He's a, basically he's a fucking shitcoiner, scammer, affinity scammer. The guy was allowed to speak at the conference. So I found out where he was speaking. I told the boys, we had a group chat. I told them, we're, let's, let's dock up, brothers. Let's, let's lock shields. Let's get out there. We're going. So a few of us uh, who, were, who had tickets to the conference, uh, we showed up in force. And that was, was a, I think, a seminal moment for, uh, let's say, Triple Elite Memes, which is the, the name of the squad. But really, I think, for plebs showing up in real life, to fuck up a scammer's day, you know? And Lamar was, um, I'm sure, very excited about his speaking engagement at the conference, his only speaking engagement at the conference, small panel focusing on him and a couple of the people. He brought a whole entourage over, uh, you know, and it was it was there, you know, and I was there. It was me, uh, Devoto, Jedi, Roy, you know, we were there. We were there, man. We were there in the shit, man. And the shit went down, man. And Jedi called him a scammer, man. He just fucking yelled, scammer! Just fucking yelled it, bro. You could even hear it on the video in the fucking YouTube, man. The YouTube conference, the fucking Bitcoin conference. YouTube, bro, you could hear that shit. Jedi yelled, scammer! It was awesome. And then he said, still scammer, after uh, 
Lamar said your mama or whatever. Basically just knocked him off of his game. Fucking, and the whole time, you can see on the video, he's just fucking mean mugging us. Like, just the look of death. And we're just staring at him. I remember just looking at him in the eye and just staring at him, smiling. Smiling, a big smile, and he couldn't smile. And he was the one who should have been smiling, because he was the one on camera. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I managed to yell beta at him. Uh, that was cool. Beta! I used to, I managed to do that. Uh, then security came. We got doxxed also. He, he sent his wife uh, to go into the corner and take pictures of me and the gang. I pointed it out to Jedi. I was like, hey, Jedi, look at that. And then we both have a... There's a picture of us pointing at that lady, which I believe should be um, given to us. I think that should be... we, Or at least put on the magazines. Uh, that should be the front page of Bitcoin Magazine, the print edition. Okay? That should be that picture, me and Jedi, pointing... Right in, looking right into the camera and po- <laughs> pointing at it as they are trying to dox us. Uh, that should be that should be the cover of Bitcoin Magazine. Okay, um, I Jedi is not um, Jedi is an anon, but he just he does not give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. Uh, I am not. I'm just dumb. I'm not anonymous. I have. I'm risking everything. I my address is out there. Everything's out there. You can find me. I. You can find me and my guns. You can find me, you know? Uh, but I don't care. I'm a comedian. I'm a stand-up comic. I'm supposed to be transparent. I'm supposed to be um, me. I'm not supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be pseudonymous. I'm me, and this is me saying stuff that I, I'm literally this guy here and in spaces and on stage. And you know, I'd, uh, I'll admit that I'm actually more reserved in spaces. I'm probably the most reserved on spaces. A lot of that is because I feel like you know, spaces is a rare opportunity for a lot of these people to kind of express themselves and be themselves, and do, and I can really feel it. I find a lot of energy and joy out of that. You know, I can I I can tell in their voices, and they don't get that in real life. You know, and me, I, I do that in real life, so I just feel kind of like greedy or obnoxious if I was to come and be like that in spaces too. Be like I am in real life in spaces. Jesus Christ. Like that's, I don't know. So I, I like to, I also, I like to listen to, I like to hear the people, you know? Um, but in real life, I'm a fucking maniac, you know? In real life, I don't, I don't have anything really to lose. Um, I don't work at any kind of, uh, corporation or I don't have like a writing job or an acting job. I mean, I have nothing they could really take from me besides my life. So if, I mean, is it really worth it? And if so, then, um, you know, um hey i'm famous no <laughs> go ahead <laughs> kill me yeah you can make me famous um i don't think there's a lot of fame in being um murdered by a crazy person that i egged on online i mean i but I, is that gonna happen is that gonna happen is that gonna happen i don't know could be the other way i could end up going to jail for killing somebody who tried to kill me uh well, this is taking a dark turn. I don't want to uh, kill anyone. This is a very um, this is all hypothetical, of course. I the whole point is that I'm, I'm I don't care if I'm doxed. I'm already doxed, doxed. I mean, I know, I know, and I understand the need for privacy for a lot of people. I understand why they do have things to lose. I understand why they, you know, I understand why they don't in real life want to represent themselves. 
honestly, because that, like I said earlier, like people don't like that. People don't actually like that. I mean, the ones that value it do, but under the, the veneer of polite society, you're supposed to act a certain way. I mean, even Bitcoiners, you could see them kind of acting, you know, because in real life it's different, except I am a crazy person. Also being Asian, I think it, it is kind of throws them for a loop. They're, they think I'm like, I should be like, oh, hi, oh, yeah, uh, hi. but what, it turns out most of them are like that. Most of them, these like white people, even black people, they're all being like Asians. They're all being like very uh, deferential or very polite. Or and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. I don't know, man. Don't, I'm just being me. So anyways, that was fun. Fucking up Lamar's uh, little thing there. You can see it on video. Catch it on YouTube. YouTube, Bitcoin Conference 2022. Lamar Wilson. Go ahead. Uh, but, the, you know, and the other thing is it's like uh, it was just a trip meeting people in real life, right? These people you hear online, these people that you form these mental images of because of the way they conduct themselves and the way they talk, you, you finally meet them. And in some ways, you're like, totally surprised. You're like, whoa, is that what you look like? But in other ways, you're like, oh, it totally makes sense. Dude. You know, it all kind of like, oh, yeah, now it all makes sense. You know, but, you know, and there's something about that that's amazing. Something about this the technology that could actually unite people from all over the country, all over the world. Um, people who would, could never meet Okay, people who could never know that there were like-minded individuals like you out there. Isn't that crazy? Like you could live in a town your whole life thinking you're a freak. Nobody else thinks like you. And suddenly there's a piece of technology now that lets you talk to somebody across the world who, and I know I, I'm describing a telephone. Like I understand. I understand this technology, <laughs> this kind of technology has been around. But the, it's just the Twitter thing. You know, the Twitter, what Twitter has done is created... Um, like communities through like-minded people, right? And the ability to, the spaces actually have created the ability to have real-life conversations, real-time conversations, like really uh, have both entertaining and informative discussions, uh, just full-on shit shows of clowning the shit out of people, you know, just uh, or just having fun, hanging out and having fun, having a normal conversation with people, who don't think you're crazy for the things you think and actually see things maybe even will one up you on the craziness, right? Maybe, maybe challenge you even more. I mean, and that's the beautiful thing about it. And then meeting these people in real life and really that, realizing that they're real and realizing that they have been authentic. You know, that's what I, was a pleasant surprise with a lot of the guys, right? A lot of the guys, the triple elite meme squad, right? Is that um, for the most part, Everybody is who they present themselves to be online, e even though they're using like cartoon avatars, even though they may be using a silly voice or whatever. I don't know. It was uh, it gave me a lot of hope, a lot of faith, a lot of optimism, a lot of hope for community, a lot of hope for people. Okay, the pessimism comes in with the conference, the institution, with the influencing, with the all the shit that fucking makes any kind of institution, any kind of uh, corporation, any, ki any kind of like organization. It wasn't my intent to rhyme those things, but you know what I mean. It's like, it ruins all that shit. Pe people make things great. People make things awesome. People are amazing. 
It's the fucking everything else, the institutions, the businesses, the money, all that shit. It just gets in the way and makes people act like fucking idiots or psychopaths or whatever. You know, it basically makes people regard other people as just uh, stepping stones or objects or whatever. Because then you suddenly um, you forget about people and start thinking about other things. Clout, right? For influence, you want to be important. You want to stand. You don't want to be one among the many. You want to be. You want to rise above. And I think that's a natural inclination. Natural inclination to want to rise above, be better. I want to be elite, be part of the aristocrats. You know, you like you want to be. You don't want. You want to separate yourself from them. But why? You are them. You know. I don't know. I prefer to be amongst the people. I prefer to um, distinguish myself with my own actions and words, and not some status, not some job title, not some. Whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I just want. It's like um, you don't you don't go around calling yourself cool. You can't give yourself that sort of like I'm cool, man. You know you can't. People call you cool. It's the the least cool the least cool thing you could do is say you're cool to be. Hey, you know what? I'm cool, man. Like that's not cool at all. That's fucking it's dorky. Okay, so that's what it is. Um. So I had a great time in Miami. I'll be honest. I did not go to a lot of the conference. I went to the Lamar thing. I, I did see Jordan Peterson. I saw a couple notable things. I walked around there, but uh, I basically partied. 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 There was, uh, oh, let's, I mean, was there LSD? Yes. Yes, there was LSD. Did it go in my mouth? Okay. I guess, I think it did. It must have. Judging from my night, I think it did. Um, were there other things? Yes, there were plenty of other, every drug you could think of. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it wasn't that drug-fueled. But it was a, it's a party town. Did you know that last call in Miami is 5 a.m.? Okay? And me and my boy Roy, we shut that shit down. Okay? We own that bar now, the Abbey in Miami, the oldest brewery in town, established 1995. Stained glass window right inside. We own that. Okay? So that's the <laughs> that's just a little inside joke between two guys just doing a little acid and making jokes, okay? Having a great time. Um, I don't know. I think the best part about all of it was just the fucking... The friends. The friends we made. <laughs> it was very cliche. The friends we made along the way. And the fact that I know that these are guys I can count on. And the fact that I know that uh, we want to continue meeting and continue our actions against scammers. And, of course, continue our actions against those that, um, how do you say, have taken advantage or have grifted the Bitcoin community. Have taken advantage of the positivity the well-wishing the enthusiasm of bitcoiners i know because i was one i know because i have it i know because i have been disappointed just like with every other institution just like with comedy just like with film just like with everything i've ever wanted to do getting to the institutional part and seeing that oh jesus it's fucking it's full everybody's full of shit they just want to make a buck. They don't care about any of this. They're just fucking extracting it for as much as they can, okay? Because that's all they care about. They don't care about us. They don't care about 
pleb culture. They don't care about what, you know, all this stuff about the Bitcoiners and they have a, yeah, they use it to get engagement. They use it to write articles. They use it to get uh, subscriptions to sell products. They use it, you know, it's a, for affinity out of love. Yeah. You love your fellow Bitcoiners and plebs, right? You love them. You love them, right? Use it. Now give me your money, you fucker. <laughs> give me your money and shut the fuck up when you see a scamming normies. Okay? Turn your turn the other way. You, you look, yeah, you're a Bitcoiner. You don't need to you can ignore the swag bag at the Bitcoin conference. Okay? You can do that for us, can't you? Pleb. Alright. One of the more disgusting things at the conference was the fact that um they played Ross Albrecht uh Ross Albrecht's um voicemail from the conference last year see he called from prison he was uh, uh he was put into solitary because he talked to the bitcoiners and he said all this stuff and they fucking took that shit hacked it up into a commercial right like 30 seconds you know a little sound bite whatever and they play it during the fucking conference of the music festival is a little fucking interstitial commercial for bitcoin magazine right it's fucking disgusting it's disgusting, right? Andrew Yang, I got to see Andrew Yang on stage at the conference being asked point blank, would you pardon Roth Albrecht? And he basically said no, but like a politician, he took like three minutes to say it, but he said no. And then nobody fucking booed him and there was no pushback, okay? The very same conference where they were celebrating this guy and the fact that he has two life sentences for not... Uh, ratting on the people who use the Silk Road, okay? That look up who Ross Albrecht is, and also Albrecht, and look, oh, Albrecht, oh, and just look up the details of his case. They fucked that guy over, okay, for nothing. And he's got two life sentences because that's a message, okay? It's a message to everybody that you don't fucking, you give up your keys, okay? And you give up everybody or else we'll fucking put you in the hole, all right? So anyways, they took that and turned it into a little, little commercial where they're like now you can get your free ross coffee mug at the merch toshi nakamoto hall plebs together strong plebs together strong right let's uh, go on for every uh, every referral you bring to our cryptocurrency wallet ross albrecht will get one year off his double life sentence plebs together strong right don't forget to buy your conference ticket for next year. Well, we will, we will take Ross Albrecht's voice and turn it into a, uh, a techno song. Or, hmm, I, you know, th that would have been funnier if I had that more specific. God damn it. What is it called when they fucking. What's that new. <laughs> what's that new music? Uh, what's that with the Skrillex? Was he playing there? D drop, dubstep, dub something? Dub something? How'd you like that? We got a. Dub, dub, dubstep? That's not what it's called, is it? It's called dubstep. Jungle? No, jungle is old. Dubstep? All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. Trap. Trap beats. I we'll make a trap beat. There we go. Don't forget to buy your ticket to the Bitcoin 2023 conference. Don't forget to buy your ticket to the Bitcoin conference 2023 to hashtag free Ross. And when you get a ticket, you will get a free MP3 of the hottest trap beat made by DJ Satoshi. I don't know. Featuring Ross's voicemail as a hot beat. And just like, foot, 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 freedom. 
free Ross, you know. Um, they actually have Ross saying free Ross. They took his voices and manipulated it, so it's like Ross saying free Ross, you know what I'm saying? And then wait till you hear the drop. You know, and we're, we're going to call a song The Hole, and it's going to be made. People are going to fucking, oh, my God, we're going to make so much money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways. Um, listen, the, the nail in the coffin for me and a lot of the other guys was in the swag bag of the Bitcoin conference. When you walk in, they give you stuff. They give you swag bag. Last year, they gave you a pretty sweet like fanny pack and stuff. And, but, but this year, you got a whack-ass tote and a uh, free what they called cryptocurrency hardware wallet cold storage hashtag not your keys not your coin is what it said it said it was a 99 dollars value you open it up and it's this card it's a gold card like a credit card and it says arculus cold storage on it and it's got the bitcoin magazine logo embossed stamped right into it stamped right in so it's got the seal of approval little seal of approval it's not a wallet it's a um QR code or something you scan with your phone gets an app for you. And that's the wallet. Okay, so that's kind of weird. I think you can also get shit coins and stuff on there. I don't know. Most Bitcoiners just ignore it. Most Bitcoiners know that this isn't a wallet. What the fuck is this? They just toss it aside. Most Bitcoiners just threw it in the trash. But some Bitcoiners decided, hey, let's investigate. What is this? Okay. Some Bitcoiners decided that they would scan it. Just to see. Maybe they had like a little virtual machine going on. Or maybe they had a little Android kit that was, you know, they were like, all right, just expose this, see what, see what it looks like. And some Bitcoiners had, um, let's say, a keyboard installed on their phone that uh, purposely did not log any keystrokes to a server. Yeah, because a lot of phones do that. You know, you, you when you type in, every little key press is logged somewhere else in another server. So, you know, let's just say some Bitcoiners are, are savvy and know how to disable that and have their own keyboard where it doesn't do that anymore. You don't you don't get to see what you're typing, right? Lo and behold, one of these Bitcoiners um, scanned the app and found out that the keyboard that he had put in to not record what he's typing suddenly was changed to a keyboard that did, to the default keyboard that did. Why? 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 He wondered. And when he looked further, the the writing, the whatever, the little thing, it just said, "Oh, it's for your own safety. It's for your own safety." That means when you type in your password, it will log all of that. If you type in your seed phrase, it'll log all of that. Uh, it'll log everything. In fact, it might even log your IP. It might even log your location. I mean, it's just like any other app. It's probably taking all of that data. Hmm. Very interesting. Now, why would Bitcoin Magazine let this? happen why would they do that isn't that weird why would they put their logo embossed onto the card this arculus cold wallet or whatever why would they do i mean was that free could arculus have just put bitcoin magazine's logo on their thing without bitcoin magazine knowing you know just to be like <laughs> just to be like you know bitcoin magazine supports this so it's, it's legit or could it be that it's sponsorship money? It's, could it be that it costs a pretty penny to be in that swag bag? Costs a pretty penny to get that logo. Costs a pretty penny to have your company's name plastered all over the conference. Yeah, it probably costs a pretty penny. 
So that means they took those pennies. They took those pretty pennies, sacrificed um, us, the people, the plebs. And they're running, they're, it's, it's a, they're smart because they know that the hardcore Bitcoiners, the people who are really, you know, the people who might really turn on them will probably ignore this or toss it or not, you know, whatever. It'll blow, you know. They, um, but that's uh, where they're wrong. Okay, that's where they're wrong. Um, the thing about Bitcoin is that there are rules, but no rulers. And uh, the heroes are all slain, only to be resurrected, to be slain again. And I think um, a clarion call, the trumpet, the, the shot heard around the world. It occurred at the conference in Miami in 2022. And from this point on, we shall see what happens. I think um, there's a civil war coming between the blebs, between the meme gangs, between all the Bitcoiners. The pro-Bitcoin magazine, the anti-Bitcoin magazine, the pro-influencers, the anti-influencers, pro-pleb, anti-pleb, all of it. We'll see. We'll see how the dust settles. But here's one thing that is for certain. There's some of us that will show up. There's some of us that will come in person. And this is not a threat of any kind of violence. This is not a threat of any kind. No, no, no. I'm just talking about, like, I'm a comedian. I show up. I will come. You, I, I will heckle you. You heckle me. I will heckle you. You want to talk shit to me? I'll talk shit to you. I can do crowd work. I can find out. I can look at you and start making fun of you. If you know, whatever. That's just what I do regularly. So it's no nothing to me to do it to a bunch of computer nerds, right? So, anyways, I think it's time for the memes to enter meat space. It's time for the memes to become reality. It's time for the memers to face. These captains of industry, these so-called people who are um, influencers, who are the literati, who are the uh, whatever, the aristocracy, the inner circle, all of that, to realize that they are nothing without us. Those few who feel they're so special are nothing without the many. And among the many, there are those of us who can rise among the few. So... It's an interesting time, guys. It's an interesting time. Uh, things are changing. There's a lot of change in the air. I'm I'm more free than ever before, which means I'm pretty much unrestricted. I don't even care. I have nothing to, less to lose now. I could possibly be funnier or uh, more dangerous. No, I don't think I'm. A, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean any harm. This is all fun. This is all truth. The only harm that comes from the truth is if you're a liar. So, you know, that's all. And not to say I'm some, you know, I'm like the fucking, uh, a saint. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, you know, it's up to people to hold the people who push a certain ethos, like church people, whatever. People who say they believe in values, they need to be tested. Okay, because otherwise, what are those values? Those values are just PR. It's just fucking, it's just marketing speak. It's just made up nonsense. So, you know, we must continually show in real life, prove in real life who is for real and who's not. Because that is the essence of Bitcoin. And this can all be digital. It can be all online. You can keep it in this abstract place. You can keep it in the world of Twitter or whatever. But no, no, this this is the real world, you know, and in the real world, we have to find out who's for real. Okay, I will stop threatening uh, you ominously. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not threatening. I'm not. All right.
of course, you can cut that part out. You could even cut that part that says not. So then it, I'll just say, I'm threatening you with death. See, you could take that. Uh, you could take that, snip that out, and now you got me. You got me. You got me threatening you with death. God damn it, I did it again. Um, all right. Anyways, thank you very much. You know what? Thank you very much for listening to the Rojan Kim cast. Um, it's, you know, follow me on Twitter, at Rojan Kim. Go to Silas Soy's space, Decentralized Spaces, Silas Soy. Follow at Silo, P-S-I-L-O-S-O-Y. Follow him. Go in there or follow me. Go into the space. Fucking listen to it. Follow the other people. Everybody in there. I can't list off all the names, but... Come on. I'm just... I'm giving you a tip, okay? I'm honestly podcasting maybe dead, honestly. That's, you know... I mean, it might be just spaces forever. That's maybe just what it is now. Uh, We'll just all be on spaces and listen to spaces forever. There's no other media at all. Okay? That's it. That's not true. But you might might like it. I highly encourage you to uh, check it out. So anyways, thank you very much for listening.